And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello. We recording? We are we on? Just shake your head, yes, so the world can see. Yeah, yeah. For those of you watching and listening live on the thirtieth of July, twenty twenty, welcome to chewing the fat. Huge day, a huge day across the country today. It's National Cheesecake Day. Uh, a day you can celebrate any day, really. It's National Chili Dog Day, a day you can celebrate any day, really. National Intern Day, a serious day you can celebrate any day. National Whistleblower Day, <laughs> and National Father-in-Law Day. Wow. I mean, does it get any bigger than that? I think not. And it's also World Day and seriously, uh, a serious big thing. It's World Day Against Trafficking in Persons, which is, I mean, huge, right? I mean, we have, we've talked to Tim Ballard before, uh, head of Our Rescue. You can go to ourrescue.org and uh, see what they're doing. They've got a big thing going on now with the Rise Up concert that you can participate in. Uh, I believe the concert is sold out. You're going to be able to uh, watch it online, though. I mean, and you can catch an interview with Ballard on my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat, with Jeff Fisher. I mean, he's he's everywhere, at least in uh, you know all the circles that I see today, uh, promoting uh, World Day against trafficking in persons, and it's you know it's a huge important day, and I hope that uh, you support our rescue in any way that you possibly can. So uh, we had we had look, I'm going to go down some of the things that make today a huge day. I mean, we have to play the open, though, because I get hollered at if I don't let the open play. So here you go. So we had the launch this morning. Uh, We were headed to Mars. Uh, But, you know, I find it amazing that uh, we had China launch to Mars. We had the UAE launch to Mars. And now we're zero launching to Mars. Liftoff. As the countdown to Mars continues, the perseverance of humanity launching the next generation of robotic explorers to the red planet. It was a beautiful launch. And Atlas TU has gone to closed loop control. The RD-180 is throttling down as expected. Engine response looks good. And Mach 1, Atlas 5 is now supersonic. Now, I follow uh, NASA's Perseverance Mars rover on Twitter, and uh, it tweeted uh, right after this that uh, I'm past the bumpiest part of the ride. Goodbye to my protective uh, fairing, and hello to the great beyond. So uh, we're headed to Mars. I just want, uh, you know, maybe China and uh, maybe the uh, UAE to remember that uh, even if they get there a couple of days before us, uh, just like the moon, uh, the planets belong to us. Uh, We're the United States of America. I know you all think it's a global thing, but uh, no, no, that's not, uh, that's not the way it's going. Okay. Not going to happen. And we have, uh, I mean, today I told you, (laughs) how do you celebrate how do you celebrate National Intern Day? Do we know? Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. Ask Bill you do? Clinton. I'm sorry? Ask Bill Clinton. 
That's what I'm saying. That's the only okay, way. That's the only that's way, the only way that you, you think of National Intern Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. You ask Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and a little bit of Hillary to see, you know, if you're in kind of that love relationship where you're married and you celebrated National Intern Day the way that Bill did, then you have to make sure that you ask Hillary if you're that part of the, you know, of the relationship, if you've been Hillary or if you're Bill. So that's the only way you can do it, right? Well, I guess. I mean, they, they're they telling me that I need to uh, encourage companies to celebrate, empower, and recognize interns. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Remember not long ago where they made it almost impossible to be an intern for companies? Hmm. But we still have a day to celebrate them, so that's good. And uh, Whistleblower's Day. Uh, no, we're not talking about the crossing guards. Uh, no, we're not talking about the referees uh, out on the field with their little whistles. We're talking about uh, those people who report corruption when they see it. So honor and support the people who speak up about fraud, abuse, or waste. I would not mind celebrating that, but I expect it to be fair across the board because we put some whistleblowers on pedestals and then the other ones, hashtag Clinton bout account. So, can we treat all whistleblowers the same way? Speaking of pedestals, today is World Day Against Trafficking in Persons. Did I mention that? You did. Which okay, is kind of weird fine. because like, that brings the whole show down. You, you're taking <laughs> a page. You're taking a page out of Glenn Beck's uh, Christmas speeches. <laughs> where we're all having fun, and next thing you know, we're talking about baby body parts being sold, and kids are being trafficked. Like, I know. So let's you know. Let, let's just let that one go. Okay. That's fine. Okay. We'll let that one go. So now I did not know, know about the hot dog. I did not know about the hot dog one. So I'm going to celebrate that today. I'm about chili to chili dog day. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring the bag, make that. some chili dogs, and I'm that in. Does sound like something to celebrate. To be absolutely. Honest. You know what? Send us your pictures on social media. I want to see you guys eat some chili dogs homemade. Don't be cheating out there. Don't be going to 7-Eleven and getting a chili dog from 7-Eleven. Yeah, or, or Sonic. Or Sonic. Thank you. That was the one that... Sonic. Don't go to Sonic. We know our Sonic because there's no way in the hell you have a five-foot-long hot dog sitting in your fridge <laughs> and you just well, cooked it for this day. that's not necessarily true. Wait, do you have one? Most people don't have you know, oh, a five-foot-long okay. hot dog. Well, so see, not everybody can thing. afford a, a Sam's Club membership like you. Well, I don't I'm just saying a chili dog and a cheesecake sound pretty oh, good. Oh, absolutely. Right Jeffy, tomorrow is pretty Friday, good. Saturday. I'm going to go to the farmer's market. I told you this last week. I'm going to get you that cheesecake on the mason jar. Oh, yeah, in a jar. Yes. And we'll celebrate on Saturday National Cheesecake. Because you're right. Okay, well, I mean, National some Cheesecake. Of us may celebrate again. Well, oh, okay. Cause, but you were right. I was going to give you credit. You celebrate National Cheesecake Day every day. Any day. Any day you can celebrate. It. There's Any nothing day. wrong with a nice coconut mango cheesecake or a chocolate cheesecake or a raspberry cheesecake. Oh, now I'm hungry for oh, cheesecake. Oh. I know. Oh. Does your wife know how to make cheesecake? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 
I say that hesitantly because I don't know that she ever has. Okay. Um, My grandma has tried to teach me how to make cheesecake, but it's it's a tr it's yeah. It it's, takes we've time. About it, but I can't. You know what? You know what? Uh, my father. Now you got me thinking about stuff that gets made in my house and and that drives me insane. Is uh, flan, flan, whatever whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's uh, I, I I I never have liked that much. I mean, I eat it to make the people feel good when they make it, but I'd rather have cheesecake. I'd rather have cheesecake. So congratulations to the people that uh, live in the uh, in the Arkansas town of Harrison, the swinging town of Harrison. Arkansas. By the way, Jeffy, by the way, I'm going to leave that space right there because that tension of waiting for that town in Arkansas was so good that I, I loved that. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is the town? What is it? Oh, ooh, I, f I felt a tingle. Everybody that everybody that is listening right now was at the edge of their seats. A couple of people <laughs> hit the rail gale, the rail because that suspense was only a pro in radio is able Thank to you. bring out Thank that you. much well, emotion. That's what I'm here for. On a town in Arkansas. That's what I mean. uh, oh man, you had me going. <laughs> I stopped typing. I stopped paying attention because I needed to know. I'm like, man, this town is legit. <laughs> well, thank you, and that's what I'm here for. So the city council uh, met last week to discuss turning people's water off because they weren't able to make payments. So they realized that, uh, oh, uh, yeah, customers are having a tough time uh, due to the coronavirus's financial difficulty uh, issues that they're having. But you know what? Tough. Uh, we warned them. We're just going to turn their water off. And they did. Uh, we told them we're going to start cutting them off. So uh, that's what we're going to do. So about 500 people in the city uh, were either going to have their water cut off or some did already have their water cut off. So one of the citizens... Uh, donated uh, 15 grand to the city to pay the past due bills. And I thought, well, that's really nice. That's really nice. Now, I don't know that that, I don't know how long that turns the water back on for these people. You know, does it turn the water back on for a month? And then they couldn't pay the previous bills before. They just start not paying again and milk it for another two or three months. I don't know. I don't know. I know that they have a project called, uh, there's a project that should be available probably in, you know, every city across America. But this one's from Detroit, the Detroit Water Project, where anyone, anyone, Detroit is such a nice city. They're willing to take money from anyone to pay a resident's outstanding water bill. And you can do it online. So, and you can pay less than what they owe and you still get their water. You pay their bill for them. I think that's extra special. And then there was a city reported in Indiana where a donor paid over 200000 on water and sewer bills for the month of April alone. Did I you, mean, did come you, on now. You know, I know you live in an ivory tower and you don't see us peasants down here. And me and you share the same, you know, Fort Worth uh, 
utility when it comes I don't know to water. Where the water comes from. I just know it comes into my house. Exactly. Exactly. Like I said. Like I said, you don't worry about us little peasants down here and how we get water and how we're supposed to pay our bills. But did you get the letter? And I don't know why I'm asking this because I already know the answer because that's not my job. That's Amber's job. But maybe Amber brought it up. I don't know. <laughs> I would have brought it up if I was your wife. But that during the months of COVID, you didn't have to pay your water bill. Did you know that in the city of Fort Worth? Wait, what? Yes. No, I actually we did. I did see that. Oh, so honest. you did I'm see that. Teasing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't look, know there that. were plenty of I didn't know there were that. plenty of businesses that were allowing that. But if you and I thought that was great. But if you were able to still afford to pay your bills, I guess the argument would be pay the bills. You know, the argument the argument against paying the bill would be use the money to invest in something that will make you money, and then when you have to pay the bill again, pay it off. Right. So yeah. that you've made you put that money to work for you instead of working for the water department of the city. I mean, that's that's a pretty fair argument. If you're able to pay it, why not use that money to make you money and then pay them when they come knocking at the door wanting their money? And then you've you've used that money for you. I mean, that's the smart move. And people who are worth billions, that's what they do. That's exactly why people like me aren't worth a billion dollars. You make fun of ivory toweredness, but I just figured pay the bill. Yeah, absolutely. And me too. Pay the bill. And we pay always we talked about it. We talked about New York saying you can't pay the your rent. rent. Yeah. Like how many of those oh, and you can't evict us. Okay, fine, fine. You can't evict it, you can't pay rent. But it there is a light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to all these stuff. Yeah. And, and then now the the mayor or the governor of New York, one of those two, let's say both said this, that if COVID continues, they're going to have to raise uh, toll, uh, the toll rolls. You have to pay more and then it'll be more taxes you have to pay. I'm like, you see, that's that's well, that's they're going to raise the tolls, about. but they don't have anybody using the damn bridges going into the city anyway. Yeah, you got Uber, you got the taxis, you got Lyft. Yeah, nobody, yeah, like I said, nobody's going in the cities. Yeah. You still go into the city, but yeah, oh, and then and and then public transportation, like if you take the train or the bus or whatever they they have in New York, that also is going to go up in order to I don't know, pay all those people that you haven't paid. Yeah. So somehow you and I just I've never understood about the defer. What is the defer payment? I never understood yes. that. I just pay if you still have a job, and nothing has changed. Like we have, we had listeners. That nothing has changed in their life. They're still working. Income is coming. Guess what? Then you're one of the few that gets to continue to stimulate the economy. Keep paying. We can't. Yeah. Well, look. We, and, and look, the chickens have got to come home to roost at some point. I like right? that saying. I really like that saying. And, and they, I mean, they have to. And and we're going to have a huge crisis, guaranteed. We're going to have a huge crisis on water getting cut off. Power getting cut off, evictions out evictions. of evictions. I think that's going to be the big one in 2021. Everywhere, Fisher, and I know you you're thinking the same thing. Everywhere, eviction, eviction, eviction. Yeah. A high homelessness, homelessness is going to go on the up. And then I, Motel Six and Quality Inn, all those going to be homeless motels. Yeah. I look, they're already they're already having all kinds of problems in New York alone, New York and San Francisco alone. We ta I talked about the story. I don't know. 
a, a couple weeks ago or whatever that they that they uh, they're they're having an issue with all the homeless people in the hotels. Yeah, all right? I know that's what you're referring to. Yep, and and it's and it's it's just I mean it's just horrible, horrible. What what we joked about at the time when they yep. first started talking about it is coming true. And now, once again, and that's in San Francisco, yep. right? It's just a disaster. Yeah, the and hotels are have... being torn apart. They're being they're being just destroyed with homeless people and drugs and and the the filth that they have brought with them. And now we're having you know there was a big story today about a church in New York, just one church, one church. That are is upset because they're they have their guy, their cleaning guy. Uh, I'm sorry, their maintenance man, oh, strong maintenance man. That is has to be ten hours a day, shooing people away from the front of their stupid church because the homeless guys are out there doing drugs, pooping on the stairs. They have to close the entrance doors because people were going inside to use it as a restroom. It's just, and it's going to get worse. It's well, going to get worse. You had, and this is the one that, you know, a bunch of our listeners send, sent to us because I remember, and, it, and it's one of those stories that you can't forget. Back in April, Jeffy, do you remember the homeless man that died at the hotel for quarantine? He was put there, and then now the hotel is in quarantine. It was in, it yeah. was, it was in Kent, Washington. A homeless man who was being diagnosed with COVID-19 was found dead at the former Ecolage Motel that the city turned into a quarantine site. I mean, they have to. No, they don't have to. No, no, no. They don't have to. What do you mean they have to? No, no. I mean, if if someone is sick at this place, I mean, every every place else has got to be quarantined. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but I'm talking about, like, the according to the King County officials... The Eco Lodge was being used as a quarantine site, and this homeless man died in that quarantine site. Of course, of course they did. I mean, look, this—the guy that you know, the guy, the cleaning guy, you know, the maintenance man at the church, uh, who's spending ten hours a day or more shooing people away from the church. I mean, his quote, his quote, every day I'm fighting these guys. I've had to put my foot in a few asses. Right now I'm a security guard. Okay. He, he better ask for a raise. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Apparently this neighborhood, they uh, they just dropped homeless people off for this building. They just uh, brought a busload of homeless people in. And there was there's some building that was supposed to be the housing place, like hotels, in San Francisco. And I'm you know I'm sure they have it in every city across America now, where there's buildings that are designated homeless buildings, and they just pull up and drop them off. So your neighborhood now has you know three or four hundred new homeless people living there. Now technically, I guess they're not homeless because you've given them a building to stay in. But I mean, look. Looking down from my ivory tower, as Chris says, uh, in this neck of the woods here in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, there's a, a mall or a shopping center that is, uh, you know, was one of the you know busiest shopping areas in the, this area, and now we're starting to see homeless people there. Uh, I, that cannot stand. 
I won't have it. I won't have, have, have homeless people in this area. I don't want to see them. If I don't see them, they're not, it's not happening. Right? Right. That's what I thought. And before we go to the break room, look, you want to talk about not paying bills and evictions. You know, I know that on the same day that uh, Texas has been named the state with the best business climate in America. Okay. Uh, I know Governor Greg Abbott has announced, uh, you know, the ranking and he's, you know, all happy and patting himself on the back and promoting uh, what a great job the state of Texas is doing. Yeah, you still have to wear a mask, though, don't you, Greg? You're still mandating that we wear a mask if we walk outside of our house. But that's another story. Uh, But I will say that just as a side note to that, uh, the U.S. economy only shrank 32.9% in April to June. Uh, so don't worry about it. Ah, ah, it's, it's only the deepest decline since the government began keeping records. <laughs> That's it though. <laughs> That's only three times more severe than, you know, when it dropped only 10% in 1958. <laughs> That's it though. That's it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, none of that could count as, I mean, you, we, no joke, uh, like we said, uh, in the pre, you know, this previous story about, uh, evictions and people not being able to pay their water bills and their power bills and whatever other bills they have. Um, I mean, we need to, we need to really get this country back open for business again. I just wa- I just watched a stupid show. Remember what was the show? Oh, the, the numbers. It was a stupid TV show called Numbers, and it was you know FBI and they you know they get criminals and the, the brothers you know the one brother is the FBI guy and the other brother is the superpower brain uh, and he figures out you know the, all the numbers surrounding all the all the cr- all the crime. He's called a mathematician. Yeah, whatever don't, the don't, numbers guy. No, no, no. And, you better uh, honor him with the proper is mathematician. Yeah, yeah. And so the one episode that I watched is some company has let out some Spanish flu. Two versions of the Spanish flu because he wanted to get the the rights to the vaccine. He wanted the government to pay him money to create the vaccine. But during this whole thing they're talking about locking down, you know, having to shut down parts of uh parts of neighborhoods and seeing where the virus will go and how it, uh, how it goes out from where it begins. And in the show, people are saying, well, we can't, there's, I mean, tough. I'm still going out. I don't care. Uh, people will get the flu all the time. We get, we get colds, we get stuff. People still go out. You just have to be safe and be smart about it. Thank you. Thank you. Look how far we've come from that mindset. Well, not just that, Fisher. It's, it's, we all know that, we all know in the back of our head, we all know that 
the government is controlling us and if you want to go down that rabbit hole blah 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 <laughs> but fisher i want to you know if this was a court of law you as a judge will say chris what evidence do you have that will make you think of something that you know the government is pushing all this i want to direct you your honor to exhibit a an episode from the simpsons I'd like to call to order this secret conclave of America's media empires. Well, We're here to I'm come up with the credits. next phony baloney crisis to put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms glued to their televisions too terrified to skip the commercials. Well, I think... NBC, you are here to listen and not speak. I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health care. Yeah. A new disease. No one's immune. It's like the summer of the shark, except instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. That is Now, I hate to be the guy who derails what everybody else loves. He loves being that guy. But, Janice, we do have standards. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. We do have something we've been holding on to, but it hasn't been tested. Get over here, NBC. Uh, <laughs> Get it over here. Well, we certainly believe in testing, but I... Oh, oh. And there it is. There you have it. Come on, Fisher. I, okay, as the judge, I would now hit the gavel and, you know, clear the courtroom and tell people that they're guilty, but I don't have a gavel. However, I do have uh, one of our listeners who is making me a gavel. Huh? That's what I get out of the whole thing. That's what I get out of the whole. Is this the same government? Is this the same person that made you the badge, or is this a different person? No, this is a different person. I think. You gotta be careful with that because I'm not positive about that. Because if it's the same person, that's great. But I don't think it is. I think it's a different person. (laughs) No, it's a different person because I had to send him the address. Right. Okay. The person that made me the badge already has the address. I just go to the break room just in case. All right, let's go to the break room and get something to drink, shall we? Something ice cold. Oh, my gosh. So good. So, I mean, if you're listening live uh, on the 30th of July, 2020, Herman Cain has passed away from, uh, they say, COVID-19. At 74, um, we lost uh, Bill Montgomery from COVID-19, co-founder of Turning Point USA, uh, passed away. And my favorite uh, was the headline for his death was co-founder of conservative student group Turning Point USA. Bill Montgomery has died from complications of the coronavirus. He was 80. He was 80. Okay, you know, it's not like uh, you know Bill was eighteen year old kid. Okay, so but that's how we turn the narrative, right? We turn the narrative on that. Uh, anyway, re- rest in peace to both those guys, and uh, they will both be missed. And it's it's too bad, right? I mean, it's just this is this is what's going to happen when we have this disease out there, and we all have to be as careful as we can. Just make sure you wear a mask everywhere you go, and now you have to wear goggles, and now you have to wear a mask and goggles and a shield and gloves, and don't go outside unless you're wearing it. We're close to that. We're close 
to being made to wear some sort of hazmat suit when we go Wait, outside. It, it, what do you mean we're close? It already happened. Dr. Fauci did an interview on Instagram with, I think it was ABC. And the, in, did you not see that interview? I, 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 I miss the Dr. Fauci interviews. Oh, I care so much about goodness. what he has okay, to say. Keep reading. I'm going to play this for you. <laughs> if he tells me that I have to wear a hazmat suit, I'm gonna, we're going to shut this country down. We, I've had enough of it. If he tells me that, I swear. I think we're going to get to a point where eye protection is recommended. You know, it might. I mean, if you really want perfect protection of your mucosal surfaces, just for your 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 audience, Jen, as you very oh, well know, you have mucosa in the nose, mucosa oh. in the mouth, but you also have mucosa in the eye. And that's one of the... <laughs> Wait, Fisher, don't you hate when you get mucosis in your eye? Like, I, you I, know, first of all, we know that already. And like, we made the jokes about it already forever. And now they're going to make the jokes real. They're going to make the jokes real. That, Go on. You know, theoretically, you should protect all the mucosal surfaces. So if you have <laughs> goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not oh. universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it if you can. It's just that it's so easy for people to just make a cloth mask. Wait, right. Wait, hold on. But wasn't the CDC? No, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. Wasn't it the uh, stupid doctor general, the surgeon general that said we need to make our own masks? We can. Yeah, we can. So, dude, I'm just going to go trying outside. To, you know, he was trying, his point was, if I remember right, I mean, his point was that everybody should wear a mask. And even if you're financially strapped, you know, you can make your own masks out of stuff so that you're able to wear a mask. Yes. And that was his point. So you yes. don't feel like, well, I can't afford to buy all these masks. And he's right. You know I mean? That's why, that's why they made a big deal out of, you know, wrapping underwear around your face. And, you know, and then Haynes said, Hey, that's a pretty good idea. We'll just make our own. And we've got the Haynes underwear masks. Now you can buy in the well, packages. Just, I love uh, our good buddies at my pillow. Remember, they started making well, yeah, masks I mean, too. Well, yeah, he's created. Yeah, I mean, he went out of. He was creating uh, uh, masks for the medical yeah. uh, people, right? Because and because we were told that the medical people needed the mask, and yes. we were short. They got short on masks, which is what got him turned around to making those masks. Yes, and then by the time he started making all these masks, it had changed from uh, medical to. Everybody in the world is going to wear a mask when they step outside of their house or we'll shoot you dead. Okay, well, they haven't gone that far. Yet. Yet. All right, I know I try to stay away from political stuff, and we just heard from Fauci a little bit, and... I have to just remind you that you're going to hear everywhere. Uh, I wish sometimes our president, Donald Trump, would just zip it, but he doesn't. And even if he just would stop, I don't know. What he should do is tweet something to a separate Twitter hold <laughs> and then, then go back later and go, oh, okay, I can tweet this or go back later and say, nah, I don't need to tweet that because, uh, you know, he tweeted about, uh, with universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good. 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. He's he's right there. I mean, I don't disagree with them. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. I 
I don't disagree with him yet. This is where he should have stopped. The tweet should have ended right there. Just tweet. Great embarrassment to the USA. Tweet. Delay the he he goes on though he couldn't he couldn't stop himself. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. Tweet. He shouldn't have done that. He should have. It should be blocked. It should have stopped because now all we're going to hear is oh oh yep the dictator wants to change and stop the vote, extend the vote, take people's rights away. That's what the dictator wants. I mean. What are you doing, Mr. President? I do, what are you doing? I do have a question for you because if we were to do mail-in ballots, it will be through... Through my people. Through your people, right? <laughs> through my people at the USPS, yes. Okay. And did you see the experiment that was done to your people about mail-in ballots? Chris. We can't be expected to be 100% all the time. Okay. So this person here sending ballots, I'm going to give you the quick notes, but I want to go and we want to jump in right here at this point when he goes and pick up the mail-in ballots that they mailed to themselves. Okay. In the following week, we checked our P.O. box for the results. Mail pickup notice, there's more. When we went to collect everything, though... Nothing? Most of our votes seem to be lost. That's all mm. I have to right there, but that's You're short, huh? You're, you're totally short. I believe you. Okay, take care. We had to ask for a manager. We're trying to do something about mailing ballots. And that's explain ourselves manager. before someone finally found our votes. They had somewhere else. There were somewhere else. There were somewhere else. We soon discovered another problem. Missorted mail. Two pieces of it. We got a birthday card from Mike to Ronnie. Have a sweet B-Day. Get it? There's a B on top. When the birthday greetings ended, 12, 13, we found a bigger issue. 21% of our votes hadn't materialized after four days. Oh, no. And the batch we'd mailed a week prior... Some of those were missing, too. So of our 100 ballots, 97 arrived, which sounds pretty good, unless you consider the fact that that means three people who tried to vote by mail in our mock election were, in fact, disenfranchised by mail. Any comments from the future governor of the United States Post Office? We cannot be expected to be 100%. We can only strive to get to 100%. And sure, we have an issue from time to time on uh, misappropriated mail, uh, uh, but we're still uh, we're still the most accurate thing you've got. Thank you. Good night. No more questions. I know. I know. I said I believe everything he said is right up to, and he should he should have stopped that uh, embarrassment to the USA tweet. He should have deleted the delay the election until people could probably securely and safely vote. And back here, uh, yes, here, Chris Cruz with Chew and the Fat reporting. Um, I want to ask another question to the governor of the USPS. Um, why are you trying to reach an agreement and have reached an agreement for a $10 billion loan from the Treasury Department should well, the need arise? Why are you asking for $10 billion? We need the money to uh, secure 
things that are going on with our with our company. Look, we've ran in, we look we have run in uh, the red for quite some time, and we've continued to try to keep up our diligent service around the country. Many people don't realize that the mail just never stops, and it's a very difficult job. So we need this money to enhance our work for the people. Why is that a problem? By no the way, questions. disagreement. No, no comes, more questions. No more questions. I, I uh, have to go now. Disagreement comes right after the USPS tells the government <laughs> that we're expecting to run out of money by September. <laughs> I know. I told. I said we've been running. We've been. It's been tough. It's been tough. Look, I've asked to be in charge of that joint for years. Uh, we wouldn't have this problem if I was. I'll tell you that right now. No, would be closed if I was. I'm sorry, we just but shut down. They have seen an increase of e-commerce, which is yeah. delivery packages increase from twenty to fifty percent, and in April from sixty to eighty percent. Sorry, twenty to fifty in April, sixty to eighty in May. So, okay. how is it you not being profitable yet? USPS. I'm not sure. I haven't. Uh, now, I personally have not seen the books. I would like to say that we should. They should make a better deal with uh, these companies, i.e., Amazon, with the head. They should, i.e., Apple, i.e., Facebook, uh, i.e., Google. You know, the heads of the four families, and make a better deal with uh, their delivery prices. Right. So, so that Amazon. Amazon got so pissed they just created their own delivery. We you know we'll just do it ourselves. Uh, okay. No. Why? Why did you let that happen? It's just, it's just silly. Just silly. I just now, say, I, I, I would have been fine with Amazon saying, "We'll buy the USPS. We'll buy it." Well, with the infrastructure, they still could. Because the infrastructure that the USPS has right now uh-huh. would still benefit Amazon. Jesus, I could sell this to Amazon. I could get me into Bezos right now. I could make this happen. Well, I don't know if you want to cover that here, but Bezos doesn't know how to talk on Skype. So I don't know if it will be something that... No, I'll, I'll go to his office. I'll okay, yeah. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. Okay, because I recommend... Looks, in fact, Jeff looked like he'd put on a few LBs a little bit. I, like I, he'd stop working out a little bit. I He's say that kick the wife to the curb. He's got the girlfriend set up. Work out. I say that if you're going to do the whole Jay's basis, you're right. He does look a little bit, you know, you know, more fit than before. But all I'm saying that less, no, less. No, he, less. Looks, he looks good. He That's looks good. He, he's he he's rocking the single man look. Like I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. They all look great. I'm single. Looking to mingle. I believe that's his. That's. Which, by the way, that's, for that's his pin Twitter. That's his pin tweet on his Twitter account for, and on his Instagram. For someone I'm that single, <laughs> I'm ready to mingle. For someone that started a bookstore, <laughs> that bookshelf behind him is pretty empty. I, and I, by the way, we I can talk. Let's talk out. about a little bit the heads of the Ford family. I was going to go into a couple other stories that are funny and make me laugh. We'll get to those, uh, you know, after in the next segment. Because I'm probably yapping here to the end of the show now, so uh, it's probably almost time to wrap up. So let's let me say, uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, chewing the fat. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, chewing the fat. All right, I don't care. It's available everywhere. In fact, if you go to the Blaze Podcast 
page. If you go to theblaze.com slash podcast and click on Chewing the Fat Link, it appears like we're everywhere because we are. Uh, you go to that page, every every platform is listed on that on that page. So, I mean, we are, are everywhere. Well, not wow. just that. And you're also primarily on Spotify, the house of Michelle Obama, Kim yes. Kardashian, Jeff Fisher. Yes. Joe Rogan uh, doing mushrooms with uh, Post Malone. And, uh, you know, doing Did you a see that interview? interview? Did you see the interview? It's awesome. Amazing. It was awesome. Unbelievable. Anyway, and uh, well, I'm sorry. Unbelievable that the guy that is yeah, having deal. who has who has who's not doing broadcast on mushrooms. That's my question. Who among us? Thank you. Nobody's raising their hand. And everyone. That's what I thought. Everybody. That's what I mean. That's my point. All right. So uh, Jeff Bezos uh, at the uh, you know uh, heads of the four families. Oh my gosh. Well, that's, what I, that's where I was talking about. And uh, if you thought if the if any one of those four men, I know we got to go and get done with with this and we'll get into the podcast in the next segment but just i'm gonna leave you with this all right if you even thought for a second that these four guys would go in front of this judicial special hearing questioning and walk out of there with anyone saying oh you know what let's just leave them alone i think we're fine because at the end what happened we hear the letter of i think they're too big still after this meeting i think they're too big they're too big then why did you have the stupid hearing just try to bring them down it's just <sighs> we'll get to how he didn't know how to unmute the mic though in moments i'm chewing the fat download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts okay so i know we'll get to jeff bezos well, I, and 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 the in the hearing and i've got some we've got uh, i've got some other stuff to talk about with you uh that's going on around the world but right now the john lewis uh funeral is going on and uh you know everybody's there the world's there we've been paying respects to this guy around the country for the past month and a half we've had a novella for this guy i know it's not a month and a half don't look at me like that the guy just died a week and a half ago jeff i know but we couldn't do anything. We had to, we postponed the hearing yesterday that was supposed to happen on Monday because of the John Lewis uh, showing. So I'm just I'm just saying we postponed stuff for this guy already. And so today they're having their big thing. And I see where uh, if you're you know listening to the show live at the time uh, W was speaking, uh, giving a, a a eulogy for Lewis at the funeral, and he was trending. And we, you listen to a little bit of it, and it, it, it either makes you miss him or realize why you don't miss him, one or the other. And then uh, the guy, who's, is that the reverend that was yeah, speaking? Yeah, the reverend. Was, yeah, he the was, reverend has got to come was, out and, and promote you I'm know, sorry, what else no, is happening on the show. No, I'm not going to let you speak ill of George, you know, because <laughs> he did a great job. <laughs> I didn't He's say he did I'm just saint. saying. That it leads a believer you down the road to of give either up really missing him or he's not missing himself. To so bear much. witness to the truth that drove him all his life. That we could build a world of peace and justice, harmony and dignity and love. Come he's on. Right there. That's what I mean. I know. Great. That's what I'm saying. Good. I get either flashbacks. Way. I get flashbacks. I know. And again, I say you get flashbacks so you're not all sure good. whether you miss all them or memories. whether you don't. All good memories, Jeff Fisher. Move so on because you're going to piss me off. The reverend comes. The reverend comes out, and he's got to you know promote what else is happening for the rest of the show. And he, you know, 
and he promotes that uh, you know that uh, Barack is coming up. Yes. Uh, and coming up on the program, uh, the great Barack Obama. Well, you know when, when when this was posted, it was the Reverend, and he says only uh, John Lewis can bring three sitting pres three presidents to the house of the Lord, and he says George Bush. The camera pans to George Bush. Laura looking great with a kind of like a, a skin color mask. Uh, the oh former president has a black mask, but they all you know mask. And well, then yeah, says, you got a black mask. Yep. You're in mourning. Yes, and then you have and now we have William something Clinton, and Jefferson. he he gets caught. He doesn't know that he's about to be on TV. And he's looking all old over there, like all shivery with glasses on and a mask. And as soon as he realizes that he's on camera, he pulls a Jeffy and takes off his glasses. Gotta take the glasses off. And then now I'm not old because I don't have glasses. Somehow that mindset, you know. And then the Reverend ends with, uh, and the Reverend. Listen here, listen here, my friend. Yeah. You and I are gonna fight here in a second. So just go on with your story. And then. The Reverend says, and President Barack Obama. In a little while, we're going to hear from Barack yeah. Obama coming the up. Camera the camera pans, the hour. full screen, and for the full church. Barack Obama is not there yet. And when we say yet, yeah, I bet he ain't coming. You don't think he's coming? He ain't going to be there. You can quote me on that. He ain't coming. Uh, he's not going to be there. I think right? he that, has to be there. He, he has and to Michelle be are going to Skype in. He has hey, to be there. I wish we could be there. You know what I tell you that he has to be there? Think about it. Think about it. He's the only, as of right now, black president. So you tell me the two white boys are going to take the full credit for coming into the John Lewis funeral? Well, I wish we could be there, but during the pandemic, Michelle and I can't get away. We're just stuck here on our 100 acres of uh, you know our million multi-million dollar property up here. Sorry. Wish we could uh, be there. John, man, what a great job you did, huh? You fought for civil rights and... It was great to work with you when I was president. And, and uh, man, we miss you. Right, Michelle? Yeah, okay. And uh, we got to go. See you later. George, good to see you. Billy, good job. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you later. If that doesn't happen, then what? They walk in. They walk in. They take the they take the spotlight. He and Michelle walk in late. Let's bring up. Let's bring up Barack and Michelle. And they come walking in under the spotlight down the down the aisle. That could happen. That could happen. Hey, how you doing? Shaking everybody's hand as he comes in. Oh, wait, he can't shake hands anymore. Fist, fist bumping? Nope, can't do that anymore. Elbow bumping? Maybe we do a couple of elbow bumps on the way down? That'd be great. Huh, so sad. And that thing yesterday with Bezos. I was happy to see that none of the heads of the four families were wearing masks as they were isolated in their offices. I was happy to see that. Uh, but... You'd think. You know, one thing I waited for some of them to screw up, and you know, Bezos was the one, right? I mean, I know uh, Kim dot com uh, tweeted out who was the who of the four tech CEOs questioned by Congress today did the worst job in answering questions, and his his little poll here uh, had Zuckerberg at fifty four point four percent, Bezos at twenty point two percent. Uh, Sundar Pakai at 19.6%. Tim Cook won the day at 5.8%. So, I mean, I, you'd think that Jeff, Jeff might have come a little bit closer to win it had this not happened. Mr. Bezos, 
You're on mute. Mr. Bezos, I believe you're on mute. I'm sorry. I've seen, I have heard. I'm sorry. I was was telling you what I said I didn't want you to hear is really what's happening. It took him eight seconds to figure out the little button at the bottom of your screen with the little microphone was on or off. That's the guy that is heading to be the first trillionaire. Yeah. Well, he's de- well. Uh, Apple. I mean, he, he's going to be the first two hundred billionaire, right? I think he's he was. Two, he's he, close to. He's not. He hasn't. He's not worth two hundred billion yet. No, but he's. He'll be the first one to be worth a trillion dollars. <laughs> In fact, I don't even know how he survives. He's oh, like absolutely. he's only worth like hundred and eighty six billion or something like absolutely. that. But you're right by? though. You're right. I was very very interested that um one, the guy who created Amazon has no books on his bookshelf. Two, that no one was wearing a mask. Yeah, I was happy to see that. I was really interested because even yes, they're all in their offices or conference rooms. Um except- I mean I thank thank you. Except Thank for um, for uh, Mark. Mark was in his bedroom. You could tell that's his bedroom. Like if you he go, just does not you, come off good. If you, if you go, so you go Tim Apple conference room. Yeah, that's a conference room. You can see you know the walls in the back. That's a conference room. Then you go Sunda Pinchui. Um, that's conference room. He's in the conference room. Absolutely. Pikachu. 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 Yes. Then you have Bezos. He's on another conference room that they forgot to put more books in the back. Then you got Marky, Marky Mark, Marky Mark is. He just, uh, he just does. He just, says a lot of the right things. He does. He just doesn't come off well at all. No, he doesn't. But um, he just doesn't come off as good. And everybody knows, uh, you know. Look, they're all listening to you. They're all tracking you. They all try to pretend like, no, what are you talking about? We don't do that. Uh, those are that's third party. That's not us. We're not tracking you. No, in fact, we've made a conscious effort at our corporate headquarters that we do not track people. Now, sure, most of the apps that you get through our company track you, and sure, we get that information from those apps uh, to us uh, because you've already said you've already signed in and said that it's okay for that particular app to track you. Sure, we get that information, but we don't specifically track you. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for coming. I mean, it's just a show. I don't even know why. It's just dumb. It's just really dumb. And these guys aren't winning anybody over. And they're not running people away either. We've all clicked okay. Have you heard them? So, oh, people have already. And the, the, you know, that's your mindset. And I'm very interested. I love your mindset. I click okay. I find that Whatever. I hit okay. It makes my life easier. Okay. I just want to take the picture. I just want to take the picture. Yeah, yep. You know, yep. I, you know what? I did go. I did go to the Walmart neighborhood store today. I did. I did. You tracked me. You got me. I mean, it's just. I, do I? Do I want them to do that? No, I don't. I don't. But I was serious business. I was happy that none of them were wearing a mask. Not one, because we know according to news reports around the country, that we have a mask debate going on in this country. 
Morning, as COVID cases mount across the country, the mass debate is intensifying. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mass debate. The partisan mass debate is heating up. Mass debates growing. The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate. CBS, Target, and Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking center stage at local restaurants. It's nine minutes after six now, and there's new video of a raging mass debate. The mass debate in Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia might soon become to an end. This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate Woo! was taken to a whole other level. Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate. And we'll dive deeper into this pet store mass debate. So we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. <laughs> this morning is... <laughs> this morning. Hey, it's nine minutes after six. So before we get to traffic and weather, we want to head into the mask debate that we're having. Uh, you know, the one thing that and we all look, are we all having the mass debate? You betcha we are. And we're in quarantine. What uh, else are you and, supposed to do? And and are we are the people who uh, want to make the case that, yeah, you can wear a mask if you want to, but don't tell me I have to wear a mask. We're losing. We're losing. We're losing. And, uh, you know, the, the personal responsibility and personal choice and individual freedom are slipping away grab onto it while you can grab onto it because it you've got to hold on to it another thing that i took from the great mask debate coming up it's nine minutes after six on uh, news four is uh intensify that's another word that's making the rounds now look for it uh you saw i think it was this past weekend that it made a big deal where it was reported that the uh the uh, f- peaceful protests intensified. Oh, is that what happened? You mean, so people that were there peacefully protesting, throwing things, burning things, those people were intensifying the issue? Huh, huh. Because I saw uh, Elijah Schaefer. Uh, from, uh, you know, the blaze, uh, TV.com, Elijah Schaefer, slightly offensive broadcast where he was, uh, recording people in, uh, Portland slightly intensifying. Uh, he had one meth head. I shouldn't call him meth head. One person on the streets in Portland that may or may not have been using, uh, talking about, uh, what was happening through, to him. Damn! It was just, it was pretty good. For just like, fucking you being here. For just like, fucking fuck being oh, here. Oh yeah, wait, hold on a like, second. I, I need to, I should. I should. <laughs> if you're in the kitchen and you're making dinner and you're listening to Chewing the Fat, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, tell the kids, uh, hey, go put your headphones on and watch Pikachu or do whatever you do because this particular... <laughs> <laughs> this particular clip from Elijah Schaefer is uncensored. Uh, big guy. All right. There's big guy language. There's big guy action. If you happen to watch it on blaze TV. So, uh, listen up kids, go put your headphones on and zip it. Back for just like, fucking being here. For just like, fucking being fuck here. Like they will shoot you. For just being here. Can you explain to me what happened in the situation? Just being here. Um, I was peacefully protesting. 
and uh, literally just standing the federal there. agents come out and shot me standing with beanbags. Standing there, like locked me up, locked me up for about six shots. Shot me six times. Oh, peacefully no. protesting, and I want what, my what friend. What do you define as peacefully protesting? Like what, what specifically? Where, why would they have shot you? Where did they get it wrong? Um, because I support the people I walk with, and we have a big presence. For your we have a big presence right now. Um, right at the time I was doing, I was uh, banging on the fence and and chanting "Black Lives oh. Black Lives Matter." All cops are bastards, and yeah, yeah. Here we are. Downtown Portland. Did they ask you to vacate the area? Oh, they tried to snatch me. They pulled out zip ties, shot me with beanbags, like shot me with beanbags, like, um, and tried to steal me. Were you, and, were, you, and, were you the same guy that was involved with the fire too, the fire in the flames? No, no, no. Is there a guy? You can see the look of guilt on his face because uh, he knows that I captured the video of him starting a fire. Yeah, that's actually why he got shot. He was behind the barrier uh, trying to set the federal courthouse on fire. I mean, incredible. But I was incredible. peaceful protesting. And for those of you that you know were watching live, you can see the saliva and the meth just, just spewing <laughs> out of his mouth. Well, you couldn't because it was behind a mask. Oh, wait. Exactly. Know. His girlfriend did have one, though. Yes, girlfriend the did girlfriend have one. girlfriend was just effing there. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just there, uh, you know, with the community. Uh, she had a mask on. So that's yes. good. She cared, you yes. know, she cared about you. She's not only a herself. mask, she had a mask and goggles. So she already knew Fauci's. Uh, ahead of the curve. Yeah, he was ahead of the curve. Yep. Ahead of the curve. She wouldn't have been wearing those just so that you know she couldn't be pepper sprayed. No, 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 no. She just okay. understood that you have mucus on your mouth, on your nose, right. and your on eyes. your eyes, right. and you have to protect the mucus holes. So, thank you. In fact, you could quote chewing the fat on that. It's very important. You have to protect your mucus holes. I think we just leave it right there. Oh,